Last week, we started what will become a longer conversation about planning. It doesn't matter if it's business planning, marketing and communications planning, or planning for yourself. Now is the time to begin to think about next year. As we go back into lockdown in Chicago and other parts of the country, I know how challenging it is to think about tomorrow, let alone next year. But let's give it a shot. We'll go back to the business type planning next week, but this week I'd like to focus on you. After all, if you don't care for you, and I say this as much for myself as for you, you can't take care of your internal or external clients and team. This week, it's all about you. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks Podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks Podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. We talk a lot about professional development around these parts, both on the podcast and on the blog. Spin Sucks is, after all, a professional development site for marketers and communicators. We are big about continually learning and stretching our brains. One way to do that is to learn, evolve, and advance together continually. At the same time, it's incredibly difficult for us to invest in ourselves. We're accustomed to being behind the scenes. We work tirelessly for others and put ourselves on the back burner. Of course, and I probably don't have to say this, this is the fastest way to both burnout and irrelevance. Yet, we all do it. And I'm as guilty as anyone. It's not good. But a little thinking, two weeks time, and a notebook, you can be well on your way to professional development that helps you reach your goals. There is a simple way for you to think about your professional development, a framework, so to speak. It's four steps. Number one, you're going to write a list of 100 things, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Number two, create a skill chart. Number three, take immediate action. And number four, and this is the most important part, make time for yourself. Again, saying this more for myself than for anybody else because I'm really bad about it too. Now, I know that the third and fourth are going to be tricky for most of you. Those are take immediate action and make time for yourself. I know how hard it is to take immediate action, make time for yourself, and create a habit that allows you to succeed. It's even more challenging during a global pandemic when we've had to give up on so many of the things we love to do. When we went into lockdown this past spring, outdoor cycling season, of course, was just starting up. I couldn't ride with my team or do the long rides required to stay in racing and winning shape, but there were some tweaks I could make. We bought our small child, my intern, as some of you know of her, a tag-along bike to go behind my commuting bike. And we did rides together every single day. It wasn't the same as my road bike, and I certainly couldn't do the same mileage or the same speed, <laughs> but it kept me in shape and it allowed me to continue to invest in myself, even if the small one was always with me. I make the time to do what's important to me, and boy, oh boy, it was not easy this year. As luck would have it, as I'm sitting down to record this podcast, an email from Masterclass just crossed my screen. It says, looking for a new hobby? In only 10 minutes, you can learn something new. The only way you can invest in yourself is to take immediate action and make time to do it. 
All right, so the first thing in the framework is to create your list of 100 things. Your 100 things list is where a notebook or a spreadsheet comes in handy, or Evernote, or OneNote, or Post-it notes, or a whiteboard, whatever's easiest for you. I keep mine in a bullet journal. It doesn't matter where you keep your list. What's important is that you have one. It should include the things you fully intend to do in your time, your entire lifetime, not just before the end of the year or your New Year's resolutions. It's not your bucket list or the things you hope you will do someday. The 100 things list is the stuff you need to do. Mine includes things such as write a novel, fiction, want to do that, participate in Ride the Rockies, which is hitting all seven peaks in Colorado in a week's time. Launch a spin sex. Oh, I already did that one. Launch a spin sex podcast. I can take that one off. Look at me. Woohoo! Create a foundation where I can support and mentor young professionals in the communications industry. Write for the New Yorker or Vanity Fair or both. Move to Colorado. Ski multiple times every winter. I guess that one's going to have to wait. Play with the small child every day, which has not been around this year because she's only been with me 24 7 for 246 days. Put my phone or tablet away from 6 to 8 p.m. every day. I do do that, and I've also started doing it on Saturdays. All day, Saturday. Advance artificial intelligence in my businesses. Write a book based on the PESO model. Take online courses to keep my skills fresh and stay ahead of the trends. What you want to do is take 30 minutes, just 30 minutes, and write down 100 things you will do in your lifetime. If you don't get to 100, that's okay. You're going to add things as you go about your days. And clearly, I need to remove some things as well because I was just reading through my list and the podcast is on there. So shows I haven't updated that in a while. (laughs) In just minutes, I'm going to be back to talk you through the rest of the framework. So hang on one second. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. I'm back. Now that you have a good start on your top 100 list, take it and create three lists. Those lists should include the things I need skills to be able to accomplish, things I can do immediately because I already have the skills to do them, or what I need to make time to do. So that 100 list should fit in one of those three buckets. 
You can also add a number behind each. So let's say for argument's sake, you have the list evenly split and there are 33 on each list, which I realize is only 99, but bear with me. Now you want to prioritize those 33 on each list. If you have your list in a notebook, you may want to type it out. It'll be easier for you to prioritize them if you can copy and paste in order. Or if you're not OCD like I am and you don't mind a messy notebook with numbers crossed out and things reordered, keep it as is. Like I said, whatever's easiest for you. Once you've bucketed them that way, live with your list for two weeks. Add to it, delete things, adjust. Ask a friend or a colleague to review it. Make sure there isn't anything missing. Then finalize your list, at least for now. It will become a living, breathing document, but you can finalize what it looks like for the next 60 days. Then it's time to create your skills chart. For this, you want to be realistic. While you may have get in better shape or make a million dollars on your list, you have to be realistic about what that means. You may need to break down those items into more manageable and realistic tasks. Also jot down exactly what skills you are lacking or currently possess but are weak. In your notebook, a spreadsheet, or whatever it is that you're using, add four columns. List the skills you have to learn, research, action, and progress. In column one, list the skills you need to achieve the things that are on your 100 list. In the research column, write down exactly that, the research you need to do to create your action plan. The action column then becomes the things you need to be able to accomplish everything in column one. For instance, maybe it's take an online course, read a book or six, subscribe to a few blogs, do some pro bono work to get you the experience you need or find a mentor who has the expertise to share. And then the progress column is where you are against completing that skill. So if I were to take get in better shape, list the skills you have to learn. When I stopped running marathons and decided I was going, because I had knee surgery twice, and decided I was going to start riding my bike, I had to learn how to do that. Of course, I knew how to ride a bike, but I didn't know how to ride competitively. I didn't know how to ride a road bike. I didn't know how to do the things that you do, like draft from a group. I didn't know how to ride with a group. I didn't even know how to clip into pedals. So those are the kinds of things you have to learn, put in your column one. Column two, then, if I'm going down that same road, get in better shape, and I'm going to do that by learning how to ride a bike and maybe perhaps eventually racing, I have to research what that looks like. So I might start reading Bicycling Magazine. I might join a forum online in my area that talks about cycling. I might join a cycling group when the pandemic is over. Those are the kinds of things you would do in your research column. And then in your action column, I'm recording this in November, so I'm not going to go outside and ride. What are the kinds of things I can do in November through March to be able to prepare me for outdoor cycling season in April? And then your progress and how are you accomplishing that and what does that look like? So it's all of the things. I mean, you're creating mini plans essentially for you to be able to achieve your goals. When you can then move on to your second list, and these are the things you can do immediately. So you don't have to learn a new skill set or create action items for you to be able to do it. If it were me, I'd prioritize those now and I'd get to work on the first item. Work first on what some people would call the quote unquote low hanging fruit. It's the straightforward things. Maybe it's to read A Little Life, which is a superbly written novel that's a mere 720 pages, or it's to read a chapter of a book every single day. I actually had to create that as a goal for myself this year because my brain is so foggy and unfocused now that we're 
nearly nine months into a pandemic that I couldn't read a book. I couldn't do it, which is really hard for me because I'm a reader. So I had to actually create that goal for myself to get back into the habit of reading. Do the things that are easy to start right now, and that will give you some instant gratification while you feel like you're making some progress. And now you're on to your third list. These are the things you want to do, but they take significant time to do. You can do them without new skills or professional development, but you do need time. On my list, that might include write a novel or write a book based on the PESO model. I can certainly do those things right now, but to quote the Bengals, time, 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 look what's become. Okay, I'm not a singer. What's on your list that you can do right now if you have the time? Start with one thing, create your action plan, and build from there. One thing to always remember is this list can easily take 25 years or longer. This is not a 2021 thing. This is a lifetime thing. Don't be too hard on yourself. Choose four things you want to accomplish in the next year and get to work. They say you don't accomplish goals you don't write down. Review your professional development list every single morning so you can see where you are. Part of the reason I like reading on the Kindle is it gives me reading insights, so I know exactly how many days and weeks in a row I've read. It also shows me if I've missed any days, and I haven't since May, and it gives me badges for hitting goals. Find things like that that allow you to track your progress and get to work. And if you need an accountability partner, you can get that and more in the best community for communicators on the internet. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 